Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Keeping Up with Kayla. Hello, everyone. Um, I'm Kayla's younger sister, Amber. Um, yeah, I'm 19, and just a heads up to everyone listening, I'm kind of sick right now and have a stuffy nose, so if I sound a little, um, I don't know, nasally, is that the word? Yeah. Then I apologize in advance. Yeah. Just so yeah. this is going to be interesting. I hope that this episode comes out okay and, like, clarity-wise and sound-wise, this is still quarantine day five Uh, yeah day five it's all a blur it's all a blur so yeah we are still living and we're learning learning from every episode on things that I can do better so again let me know if you have any feedback or suggestions and trust me I am like my my worst critic so I'm already thinking probably the things that you are but I just want to make I just want to get better every episode so anyway Let's get right into it. Today, we are going to talk about college and boys. Oh, wow. <laughs> Juicy. So Ooh, let's... Tea, the tea is really being spilled here. The tea is going to get spilled, so buckle up, and I hope no one's listening that we're going to about to talk about. But oh, no boy. names. No names. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, like, also one thing I, I've briefly skimmed over that Amber and I are um, not the same person whatsoever. Yeah. Some people at first are like, oh, you don't look alike. But then after like a few minutes, like, oh, but you act the same. But like after you hang out with us for like a few days, you realize we are not the same person. Yeah, there's like three stages. You see each of us together and you're like, what? You guys look nothing alike. And then our mannerisms are the yeah. same. Especially like when it's about someone who we're just being polite towards. Oh, yeah. We act the same. <laughs> like, so we talk the same too, kind of. Kind of. Yeah. But like, yeah. And then... <laughs> And then there's stage three where you actually get to know our personalities and you're like, so somewhat the same person and people raised you guys? Like, yeah. what? Like, they're so different. So <laughs> anyway, we will, I'm sure you're going to see some of our differences just with, as we talk about our experiences and everything like that. But it's going to be really hard for me not to interrupt Amber. I'm yeah. going to be completely honest with you because when people interrupt on podcasts, it's one, like kind of awkward and two, the sound is just trash. So that's me saying that. So <laughs> yeah. Anything you want to add about our similarities or differences, Amber? Oh gosh. Um, I'm going to take that as a no. All right, let's move right along. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell by the way she's looking at me. Um, all right. So what, What's the hardest part, Amber, on your transition to college? Um, well, so me and Kayla have very different college. Kayla and I. Sorry, I haven't been in a school for a few weeks um, <laughs> on this quarantine thing. So Kayla and I um, went to two very different schools. Um, Kayla can talk about hers in a little bit. but So I'm a freshman at U.S. Amherst, which is the state school, and has 27,000 undergrads. Um, the zoo. Yes, always known as the zoo. And yeah, so do you talk about where you in school? So they have a perspective okay. of like okay. what my experience yeah. was like. Yeah, I went to Skidmore, and it's a small liberal arts school. So she had twenty seven thousand. I had twenty seven hundred. So that does give both of us very different perspectives on transitions and everything like that. But. Why don't you just talk, is there anything, do you want me to go first? I can talk about my transition. Yeah, I go for it. Okay. I mean, you went to college first, so. Okay, I'll go first. I 
I had a very easy transition to college just because I wasn't a team. I was like, I played field hockey. And so we just going to school during preseason was really, really nice. We also had like camp week two weeks before preseason. So it was really nice because we met the team and got a lay of the land in terms of the campus two weeks before preseason. And then we came back for preseason and met all the fall athletes. And then two weeks later, the rest of the school arrived. So I felt like that it couldn't have been an easier, more seamless transition in that sense. It was like first as the team, then it was fall athletes and the rest of the school. And by the time the rest of the school came, we had already been like living on campus for three weeks, essentially. So we knew where everything was. We had a routine. We were good to go. And people didn't know where they're going in the dining hall. And that was interesting. But um, yeah, so I think I had a very easy transition. I don't think Amber necessarily had that experience, even though it was quote unquote easier because she had friends right off the bat being on a team. Like, I don't know how you would have gotten through 27,000 people without 20 friends. Yeah, so I guess I'll go off of that. Um, so I played field hockey at UMass Amherst. Um, I don't know if that was ever mentioned before. Um, so I knew I was going there um, spring of my sophomore year. So I knew all the girls for about like two years, two and a half years. I knew all the girls in my grade. So we can like Snapchatting, texting. So I knew all the incoming freshmen with me for a long time, which is super nice. I could not imagine being a regular student, not being on a team and going to such a big school because – I'd be super overwhelming, but so my transition into college from high school, it was um, not easy. It was uh, actually very, very hard. Um, even though I was on a team, I was super grateful that I did know 24 friends right off the bat that became definitely some of my best friends. However, um, um, I do play, did play through, yeah, so we played Division One, and it is very difficult, and there is no way anyone can prepare you for the Division One life. Um, I had no idea about this until I was thrown into it and then realized, oh my god, everything is just very hard. Um, I, the second, first, second day, it was just extremely hard, and it was two weeks of, I just was very lost and a lot of, it's a lot of pressure for sure. Um, and then I met out a few of the fall teams cause we all lived in the same dorm, but it was nice getting to know some teams, but we didn't have a ton of downtime. But then when the time came to move into our actual dorms and, you know, meet everyone else in our assigned dorms, um, that morning we had to fly out to Ohio state. So I had, to throw my stuff in my room at like 6.30 in the morning and then leave to go to the airport. And I didn't unpack my room or anything until like a week later. So I never really got to like meet and say hi to everyone because it was just a very chaotic time. And yeah, the month of August was very insane. So my transition to college was extremely hard. Um, And there's no way anyone could have ever prepared me for that. But, you know, I will... I'd love to help anyone else out there that would need some help or feedback because, you know, we got to do it at some point. Yeah, I agree. I also think that it's really hard coming off of senior year. You are on this, like, high because, one, like, you, quote, unquote, like, rule the school. You are out of your routine academically because everyone's easing off the gas pedal for demanding you to perform at a high level academically. So your senioritis is kicked in, 
you just, you know, you're celebrated so much, which you obviously deserve, but you go from this huge high of senior year and then you go into college and no one really talks about the fact that freshman year is so hard no matter what, like period. I don't care what people say. Like if you enjoy your freshman year, that's really rare. All of my friends, you know, non-athletes, private schools, public schools, big, small, you name it. Everyone that I've talked to has struggled so much freshman year and no one really talks about it because I think everyone in the moment when you're a freshman, you're trying to keep your head above water and you're like, yeah, it's like so great. And you're just like, you wish it was as good as you thought it would be your senior year in high school. So when people, you know, Thanksgiving and all those times you come home, you like want to say it's so great, but truthfully, you're kind of struggling and you're kind of not wanting to go back after that. Thanksgiving break. Um, yeah, I just don't feel like people like talk about that. Like freshman year is so hard no matter how you cut it. And if you get through freshman year, you are gonna be golden. Like it's just it doesn't matter if you transfer or not, like it's just hard. It's really, really hard. Anyway, um, do you feel like there's anything that you would tell people that you like wish you knew? Um well, well that doesn't have to be about like sports. It could be social, it could be even like Ooh, make sure you do this in your room, like, before you're... Oh, uh, um, like, anything. I don't know. I guess from coming from, like, a an athlete's perspective, I'll give both perspectives, but, um, I guess I would just, I don't know. I, I just thought that I, it would be more, like, not manageable, but, like, or, like, less stressful, but I just wish I knew that, like, there's so much hard work to come and just prepare myself for that and not just get like kind of like hit with a bus um <laughs> essentially and then just like yeah like basically try to like float but or swim whatever the phrase is I'm not really sure <laughs> just stay above water yeah stay above water you said it earlier um and then also I wish I definitely I introduced myself to more people um both athletes and non-athletes like in my dorm um at there in the fall for me it was just so much going on like classes are starting and I was gone for like four days out of the week traveling for games and stuff and then practice and it, I had to deny a lot of time and that's when like everyone meets their friends and starts like going out and we couldn't go out in the fall so I just wish I like introduced my people I'll introduce myself to people more um but definitely putting yourself out there is something that I would suggest to everyone yeah because no one has friends going into college like everyone wants to meet people and wants to feel comfortable so I think that people always think that oh like I'm the only one that feels that way like feels like lonely in that sense um all right well this is a different question because no one can relate other than you and people in your grade but how are you and your friends coping with COVID-19 because <laughs> oh this honestly sucks I mean it sucks for everyone yeah. in every every aspect of life but like I could not imagine my heart goes out to seniors in high school and in college that their spring obviously it's I'm not saying this because you know we shouldn't be in lockdown and those protocols should not have been they definitely we need to but I, I think that that this is so hard like what are you guys are you guys facetiming like what how are you guys coping with it um, oh, I FaceTime probably, like, five to six people a day, because the first few days, I, like, thought I was, oh, well, I clearly can hear that I'm sick, but obviously don't have corona, but 
Um, yeah, everyone's kind of not really allowed to leave their house or don't really want to go out into the world. So we FaceTime a lot of people, but all my friends that are freshmen, like all of our stuff is still at everyone's school. So no one really knows what's going on and classes start either now or like next week. And very interesting. I don't really know what's going to happen, but yeah, I'm, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know what's going to happen. <laughs> I wish you're, I knew. You're still, like, in the thick of it, so I guess that's hard to really yeah. answer. But, um, well, on a positive note, what are some of the things that you're looking forward to that you're not going to be a freshman? Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> just, like, in general, just not being a freshman. <laughs> yeah, just knowing, like, what to expect now and also just, like, knowing, like, the ins and outs of everything. Like, knowing – I don't know how fast you walk to class. You have a 30 minute walk to class or when to leave or like not to wait in the dining hall for two hours just to kill time. Like just like little things like that. And also like everything's going to be a lot easier because you know how hard everything was freshman year. Yeah. In either academically, physically, mentally. I also think that specifically like when I was referring to freshman year being hard, I think specifically freshman fall is really rough like again no matter how you cut it but freshman spring honestly feels like another well you don't really get to experience this because you're not on campus and actually doing this all but yeah freshman spring does feel like another year and you don't really feel like a freshman freshman spring so uh it's hard anyway I also want to talk a little bit more about like public versus private school and your big school versus yeah. my small school yeah. so just because I think like our family really learned a big financial lesson in your public school. Yeah. Like Skidmore is obviously a private school. It's small and the tuition super high, but we got a lot of financial aid and it was, I thought a really fun. It was a liberal arts school as well, which I'm really glad. I didn't think I would really enjoy the curriculum as much as I did, I did enjoy just taking a lot of random classes in addition to obviously like <laughs> a strong major. I did exercise science there. Um, but I don't think people realize quite so much that like public schools being out of state, like really how little financial aid you get. Yeah. Um, so I guess like, I don't know how this would play in, but like 75% of the school's campus is from mass. So I guess like everyone's paying like in-state tuition. And yeah. Stuff. So I don't really know how it like works out, but, um, yeah, I guess state schools, if you're out of state, are very expensive and really not worth the price that it is for. Like, yes, it's a big school and it's fun. Like, the sporting events are fun. Um, but for the price it is, it definitely is not worth it. I don't know. There's, like, you don't really know your professors because, like, I, a lot of my classes were 400-person lectures. So, like, at least, like, in high school, like, you had a really strong connection with your teachers, and, like, they really cared about you, but, like, for me in college, like, the teachers didn't care about you, really, so just a different aspect, but for my canvas, and it was so big, there's a definite separation between, um, like, the athletes and then the non-athletes, and then, look, our, we don't really have, like, frats. We do have some, but they're really irrelevant, to be honest. And, like, no one cares about them. But, like, really all the athletes are hanging out with each other. And then it's very clicky. It's very, it's clicky like that. But, like, yeah. I mean, but then, like, sometimes within, like, the teams, there are certain teams that are clicky. But, like, overall, like, athletes kind of hang out with athletes. And then I didn't really hang out 
that much with other people because I don't know they just like don't really understand the like schedule routine like when I have to, when I say like I'm going to bed at nine thirty you have to get up at five thirty they're like what to go run the beep test yeah like, oh. I have to do like suicide so like it's like it's nice having people like understand like your schedule and like yeah. Yeah. I also think one thing is interesting when I was looking at schools, I did not think that having a town was like a big deal. Like that was not something that I had on like my top of my priority list. And I did visit Amber again. I know she's a freshman and mm-hmm. like it was the winter. So it wasn't like quote unquote as fun, but like UMass is known for being like the biggest party school and the most fun nightlife and all this stuff. And I have to say, as much it's as I did more, enjoy it, or what? Yeah. It's definitely more, like, on campus. There aren't, like, bars or, like, stuff off campus. Yeah. It's definitely more, like, yeah, on campus, on stuff. campus stuff. But I yeah. have to say I really enjoyed and still enjoy as an alumni going to Saratoga Springs, going to the town. Like, senior week for me was so much fun because it was such nice weather and my friends and I or family and I would just be walking around. We'd go like literally be out in the town for like half a day. Like we would walk around and shop and then we'd go to dinner and then we would just stay out and it was just so much fun. And I think that that is not something that anyone really talks about. Everyone really cares about like, Ooh, like is this a party school or not? And like, I guess Skidmore kind of is, it doesn't, I, I also think that in college in general, like whatever you want to make of it, yeah. you can get for better or for worse. Yeah. And, um, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> and so, yeah, like for example, Skidmore is kind of known to be an RC school. And I took my campus tour, the person who was doing it was a theater major and I would not have gone to Skidmore if I didn't do my overnight, which I think is another really big tip for anyone who is or if you know anyone who is thinking about colleges like I well also I didn't overnight because I'm an athlete but just know that your campus tour can totally persuade you one way or the other like I just didn't I respect and love art so much I just cannot do it for the life of me so I just did not think I would fit in because I was like oh it's gonna be too artsy like I'm just not gonna be able to contribute to this community and like I wouldn't fit in the culture And then I did my overnight with one of the Skidmore field hockey girls. And I was like, wait, what? This is so different. Like it was completely different than what I thought it was because I actually did a tour of like what my major would be and truly did live a day in the life of a Skidmore field hockey player. And that completely changed my mind. So that's, if you can take anything away from that, I think that that's really important to also kind of touch on like your campus tour can totally persuade you one or another and to take that with a grain of salt um so yeah is there anything you want to talk about d1 versus d3 um yeah so I guess like the biggest thing I think the difference between the two divisions are our recruiting process and then also your off season um so now they changed the rules um but before they changed the rules um when I was being recruited and stuff I started looking at schools winter my freshman year which is so extremely early. And I just do not like how they start the process so early. Um, and like, I really had to start like getting a list together and start like talking to my coaches about like reaching out to schools. And you're like a freshman in high school. Like you don't even know like what high school, you don't even know what high school is, let alone where you want to go to school. Like you're left from your right. You Literally. Yeah. It's just it, like, they're like children, like 15, 14 years old. <laughs> 
And <laughs> listening right now, being like, I'm not that young. What are you talking about? I know. Um, but so I started looking at schools really early. And then fall of sophomore year, I missed a lot of school to go like to campus tours and watch games because fall, winter, my sophomore year, a lot of schools were done with recruiting. And I was like, that's insane. Like, I'm just starting sophomore year high school and how are all the spots filled? So that was a very stressful time was sophomore year. Um, and then I committed to UMass in the spring of my sophomore year. But um, I don't know. I guess the like other really big difference between D1 and D3 is your off season. So feel lucky is a fall season sport. But for Division One, you don't have a break. So you play – you go to preseason like August 1st-ish, early, early August – do your two sessions a day and then you have your full season of games and then postseason hopefully and then you have like a two-week break go back to school practice and then you have your big winter break but over your winter like month long break you have a full workout of stuff that you have to do in order to come into second semester being completely like fit totally ready for what's your the off season everyone loves spring season and then spring season is otherwise known as I swear on this yeah that's fine okay otherwise known as absolute hell <laughs> so and yeah I'm not gonna lie spring is hell it's even though you don't really have any games nothing to look forward to it's just you're running four times a week you're lifting three times a week you're practicing all on top of that and it's for me I had to get up at 5 40 in the morning every day um, luckily, I mean, everyone is very thankful on our team right now that our season got, like, cut because we had to leave <laughs> school, so uh, that's been nice not waking up early, but it is no joke, like, you have to work so incredibly hard on your off-season, it's, like, hard to keep that motivation and, like, look forward to something, because in the fall, you can look forward to games and then have, like, a break after your game, but there's not really a whole lot to, um, or two so I think that's the biggest difference I don't know yeah and I also talk about the heart rate monitors oh yeah so I think this was the craziest thing when Amber was telling me about like what her practices were like in preseason and like in the season I thought this was absurd um yeah so we use this in fall and spring too but so we were given these like heart rate strap monitors I know Orange Theory uses them I've never been but I've heard people talk about it so you have, like, your normal sports bra, like, say, your Nike sports bra, and they have to put this, like, inch or two-inch thick, like, strap underneath your sports bra, so it's touching your skin, and it has a little device on it that's, like, pressing into your, like, sternum and, like, was, your ribs. Was it Polar? Was that the company? Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. We and use then, them for, like, exercise things. Yeah. And then you have to put a second sports bra on top of that. And then you put your penny on, whatever. And then you have to go to the field, you get a device, put that in the second sports bra. So, like, your strap on your skin and the device is, like, connected. And then we do, like, 10-yard sprints, 40-yard sprints, and we get our max velocity. And we, like, how fast we can run in a certain amount of time. And then, like, how hard we're working and, like, your work rate efficiency. And then in the spring, we started to use that data and do, like, 200s. And um, our strength and conditioning coach would tell, like, each individual person, like, speed up, slow down, like, you're supposed to be in this percentage, you have to go faster based on your 
10 and 40 yards speeder sprints. So, I mean, the data is very interesting, but it was a pain. Oh my God. A lot of people would rip them off because like physical pain, they, they can't breathe. Like it's hard to breathe with the straps out tight on your skin. So didn't you wear them during like regular practice too? Oh yeah. I would wear them everything. So I think it's crazy that like for practice. So for like, for me, at least for field hockey and this definitely goes for other sports, like let the ball do the work. Like if you are running, obviously if you're doing like, like a, what's it called? A, a breakaway. Like, yes, that's data that would be like, Ooh, like you're, you need to work on that speed, but the game, the ball should be doing the work. So you actually should be working less hard in that sense. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just thought it was odd that like sh- your like coach would be like screaming at you, like during like a shooting drill being like, you're not going fast. I don't know. You yeah. Know I mean? Well, I yeah. So I guess like, a lot of people say like, if everyone's probably heard the term like practice, you play. So like in practice, we do like a lot of like conditioning in between drills. Yeah. So it's just like, and then you write down your number of how hard you, that practice felt from one to 10. And then they use that data to see like how hard it felt like than what you were actually doing. That's so. probably more just like, morally like they just want you to feel like i'm i need to give my my hardest effort because they're watching me like that kind of feeling all right so the last kind of section i do want to talk a little bit about social stuff because we just that was like a long that was a lot of field hockey hopefully people got like some just general college stuff out of that um but obviously our experiences with college a lot of it is dominated with field hockey or at least like you know we went to these schools because of field hockey so yeah that's hard to not be part of our experience or our identities. Um, but in general, now that you've definitely been there for like a year, not a year, like three quarters of a year, <laughs> yeah, you definitely get a sense of like what it's like oh, yeah. socially to be at college. Sure. So um, what are some of the lessons that you have learned? This is, this is hard for Amber to be put on the spot. Also I to know. critically think like this. Like, so, what would you like, tell your younger self? Like, socially? Like, that like could strictly be... strictly socially. Well, like, I know you did say, like, you wish that you spoke to people more. Oh, yeah. But I, also, this could be, like, boy-related. <laughs> what I would tell me... Yeah. What would you um, tell your younger self? Like, like seniors in high school, again, kind of going, like, what would you what would you tell people that are incoming? Um... I mean, I would, I definitely wish I reached out to more people, like, even my classes, like, I just, like, wish I introduced myself to everyone, and, like, even, like, oh, you're in my class, like, can you your Snapchat to, like, work on homework or something like that? That's wild. Snapchat. I know, Snapchat. I mean, a number of people just, like, look at you kind of weird. I, like, prefer to text people, but whatever. Anyways, um, I definitely wish I reached out to more people, and just, like, be, like, super social, like, even though it might be really hard to step out of your comfort zone. Um... I didn't, like, really do this, but just, like, in general for, like, senior in high schools, like, like if you're going to be a freshman, like, just kind of, like, like, yes, you are a freshman, so, like, like, I don't know how to say it, like, like act like a freshman, like, don't, like, pretend like you're, like, way better than the juniors and seniors, because they will put you in your place, like, <laughs> they will, I don't, I mean, especially if they don't even know you, they will be a lot of like you know some college people are very very rude especially girls sometimes can be very catty um but I don't know just kind of like having like like having composure just be like calm and like mellow like don't be that freshman girl that's like 
oh my god, like, da da like, freaking out and, like, throwing up in four million hallways and, like, oh. are, like, falling asleep on the pavement. Like, don't be that girl that, like, causes so much drama and chaos, like, first semester. Like, just kind of, like, yeah. keep it together a little bit. Like, it's new surroundings, a new place with new people. So, I don't know. Just, like, get the lay of the land first before you yeah. go, like, go carry, do your thing. Carry yourself high. Yeah. Be okay with being vulnerable. To yeah. The fact that, like you don't know anything, but yeah. don't try to be. Don't pretend like you know everything. Yeah. Like in that sense. Yeah. And yeah. Well, first of all, just be safe in general and be, yeah. be stupid. And I mean, we can get into this, like frats and everything. Like it's drinking in college is. I think you've done a really good job being a freshman at a huge, huge school. Yeah. We all have you know moments, but I also think that. The safety is so, so important. And Amber probably hates how many times I say, <laughs> text me when you get back. Text, text me when you get, get back. back. And like, don't be, 100% do not be alone. Like, that is the oh only thing. Oh my God. Like, do not be alone. so bad. Yeah. Never be alone. Like, I don't care if like, you're with like a group of 20 girls or like one guy friend. Like, don't be alone. Like, Never Uber by yourself. Don't be alone. Oh my God. There have been, the, all the, There's a lot so of horror stories are because people are alone. Yeah. And Amber has unfortunately seen some really, really bad, yeah. horrible things. Like one People of her friends can... got drugged and yeah. she saw that, but thank God she was with her friends and her friends took care of her and everything ended up being okay. But if she was not by herself, yeah, if she was by herself, it would have been awful. Yeah. You just like never expect that like people would do that or like you're like oh at this place like all my friends go here is totally fine it's totally safe like I'm gonna be fine but. You just have to like be super aware and always be with your friends. Yeah. And I never think, leave a place alone. I think there's this element of feeling like college is untouchable in some sense. Like you're you're gonna be safe, like you said, like there are yeah. all, like excuses for why everything should be okay, but at the end of the day, it's still the real world. Yeah, like it's so easy for anyone to come on campus at any time. Um I mean, there's not, like, gates or anything that, like, lock up your school, at least my school. And there's also, like, like, there's 21-year-old freshmen all the time. So, they're, like, 25-year-old seniors. Like, that is a very big age gap. So From 18-year-old freshmen. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> to be aware of also, like, the people you're with. Yeah. I agree. All right. Date in college, yes or no? Oof. Freshman year, absolutely not. Yeah. I, that is a hard no. I would. But. You didn't go into college with, with a boyfriend. boyfriend. Yeah, so I didn't go to, yeah, I know some people did go into college with a boyfriend, and that if that works, then that's totally fine as long as both people are oh, like on board with that. Um, otherwise, I know like sometimes there can be problems with that. Um, a lot of my friends came into UMass with boyfriends, and four of them broke up within the same weekend with their boyfriends. Out of four out of five of them had one friend so almost everyone broke up with their boyfriend it was in the same weekend and then another one another one got a boyfriend at college oh yeah and then broke up also that same weekend oh my god that must have been a crazy weekend i yeah i do not think freshmen in general like should have a relationship because you i don't you just are meeting everyone it's time to like make friends like guy friends and girlfriends I wouldn't like settle down and like pick one person because then it's really hard to balance like 
that one boyfriend or girlfriend and then all of your other friends and like mm-hmm. spending time with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Well, obviously we all know what happened to me, but it was really fine during college. So Oh, I mean, it depends. Like yeah, you if you're both on board. If you're both on board and you're both like, we're just going to do whatever makes us happy as long as there's communication, then I think that that's really important. And trust. Trust and communication yeah. are critical. So how? one more question. Yeah. How did you, when times were tough, that could be field hockey related or just in general, when you're feeling overwhelmed, you're in your dorm room and you're sick and you miss oh, home yeah. and it, like you're just having those moments where you're like this literally sucked so much what do you do or what do you think of to get yourself like out of it out of your funk yeah um, everything oh sorry yeah just one before, yeah <clears throat> we're both kind of sick so this is like really <laughs> rough I think that the, the reason why freshman year is so hard is everything is new and everything is uncomfortable like when you even go back to your room like you have a roommate or and you might not like your roommate and everything is just, you just never can get comfortable at school freshman year because nothing feels like yours. Yeah. So, sorry. Um, <laughs> something I would do, well, I cried more my whole entire life. Oh, no, no, I've never cried more my whole entire life than I have first semester freshman year. I cried so much because I'm just so overwhelmed with everything. And I just, the pressure of everything was just getting to me and I just didn't know what to do, so I just cried a lot. And then I FaceTimed my mom and sister a lot. I think almost every day for, like, a week or two. Um, and then, I don't know. I I was also really tired from, like, the day of practice and, like, classes. And then I was also crying, so I probably watched TV, Yeah. Uh, to be honest. But, to just distract yourself. Yeah. But also, something that really helped, um, got to a point where I had to see a psychologist, psychiatrist. A therapist. A ther- no. no Is she a psychologist? She's a psychologist, yeah. Okay, psychologist. I started seeing a psychologist once a week because um, I just, like, I couldn't really deal with it anymore. I just needed to see someone else. So I started seeing her once a week, and that helped a lot. I just saw someone else that doesn't know anything about you, and I, I mean, just there for an hour. You cry for an hour <laughs> and talk about anything you want, but that really helped a lot. Um, towards the end of freshman year, it got a lot better, so... Yeah, just talking to whoever and like even some of my teammates I had no idea was having also a hard time and it was nice to talk to them since they didn't know I was having a hard time so not everyone thinks not I don't know how to say this like not everyone is always happy and like you don't know what people are going through yeah you don't never know yeah no I think that's really that's really awesome I'm really glad you opened up about that because I think that was a really pivotal point in your experience that not a lot of people know about you and mm-hmm. let me tell you that this chick never cried never cried literally ever. never the only time I one time I saw her tear up when I had my like when I would talk about her or something like that like one time I feel like you've teared yeah. up and or like if you didn't get candy when you're a, a child like as a child yeah I like never yeah never <laughs> really cry and um yeah, so it was a very weird moment when I cried every day for the first semester freshman year. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, that is it. Would you want to talk about where they can find you? Oh yeah. So okay, my name is Amber Rose. Um, um, on Instagram you find me at Amber A Rose, and then the Rose has two E's. Um, or on YouTube, um, Amber Rose. Uh, um, but not the famous. 
dancer. So I would not type in Amber Rose to Type in like Amber Rose vlogs or something. <laughs> Amber Rose, UMass Amherst, and then a picture of a blonde girl might come up. <laughs> or just, just don't like, be surprised if some other girl. A stripper, Amber. Yeah. <laughs> God. I don't know what I'm allowed to say in this podcast. It's fine. Yeah. You're so funny. You can, you can say the word hell, but you can't say the word stripper. I think it's, yeah, hell's not bad. Okay, well, I'm just okay. saying, whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so YouTube, yeah, what what major platform are they not? Send them to TikTok. Oh, I, I would say follow my TikTok, also Amber A. Rose, the two E's. However, I'm thinking I might delete TikTok this weekend. <gasps> That's a big, big move for me, but I'm... TikTok causes me a lot of stress. Physical and emotional. Physical, a lot of Like, she literally has stress. a shin, fra- shin fracture. Shin what? Stress fracture. Stress. Well, I, that was Shin from... splints. She literally is getting shin splints from TikToks, which is an issue. Yeah. Why don't you just make it private and just do it for your friends? No. You don't even think no, that? just watching people do the TikTok dance is so, so good, and they're, like, all so pretty. I just get mad, so I think we just yeah. don't need it. No, that's, that's really bold and big of you i just feel like whenever that's, i go on it there's just, like, no annoyed. like i feel like instagram's gotten better because like people are talking about that like it's not perfect it's not you know yeah but now there's like people it's like it's more like frustrating when i tiktok i'm like i can't do this dance very well yeah that's that's <laughs> good that's you know Amber, i'm so proud of you you've um, heard so much yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyway so go follow amber on instagram Definitely subscribe to her YouTube channel. I'm the one who told her to make a YouTube channel. Yeah, she did. And she has beyond surpassed me. She has like seven, how many subscribers do you have? I don't know. Like almost 800 subscribers. Matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. And I still have not hit 200. <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs> but yeah. And I don't know if there's anything else. I don't know. If you have any specific topics you want either of us to talk about, then DM DM them over to Kayla Rose 1220 on Instagram. Or whatever. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much. And we will see you next Friday. Bye. Bye.